0: This is Channel 253. In this episode of Citizen Tacoma. I don't envy police officers. It's it's a tough business to be in, and the stress has got to be absolutely enormous. I don't don't condemn them for for doing what they do. It takes a lot to do what they do. But it takes a lot to kill someone, too. It takes a lot for someone in your custody to die. And uh, we need change. Did you know Channel 253 is member-supported? I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I hope you will show your support by going to channel253.com slash membership and join. Thank you. Citizen Tacoma My heart beats to you Citizen Tacoma I'll always
1: Welcome back to another episode of Citizen Tacoma. My guest today is Steve Haverly. He is a candidate for uh, the mayor of Tacoma. Uh, I'm interviewing all of the candidates for mayor, and uh, this is our second in that series. Uh, You can listen to the others as well on this feed. Give it a listen. Here we go. We are here, uh, listeners, for our second interview in our Tacoma Mayor Race series of podcasts here on Citizen Tacoma. And my guest is Steve Haverly of Tacoma. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me here. Uh, I'm going to start with the question I'm asking uh, all of our candidates right now.
0: What's your Tacoma story? My Tacoma story? Well, I was uh, born in the military. My dad was a Special Forces Green Beret captain, and so my first years of recollection were on uh, on base, okay. out in Fort Lewis, but otherwise, I grew up right down the street from here. Actually, it's like about five blocks away, and spent my whole childhood in Tacoma, and stayed here the rest of my life. So that's great, Grant. I walked to school at Grant, right down the street. Then Where Jason my kids go? Lee, Jason Lee, and then Stadium. So wonderful, um, Tacoma all
1: the way. Tacoma all the way. Um, well, that gets us. Oh, and I saw in your uh, in your bio. Uh, on the voters pamphlet that you worked uh, with ed Hume. Uh, uh yes, I did. famous Tacoma Gardener and T V personality. That's, That's pretty right. cool.
0: Still do still still very tight with the Hume family. Just great people. Uh, they were they're actually one of the reasons that I'm running for mayor. they they've always for the last thirty years been behind anything I've wanted to do and have and always had the well why not you? Why not Go for it if, if that's what you really want it if you're really passionate about it. So, they actually I've been talking to them for years about doing this.
1: Oh, okay. Well, you actually predicted my next question.
0: <laughs> Why are you running for mayor? <laughs> I uh, I love Tacoma. I think I legitimately believe that we're the best kept secret in Western Washington. Uh, having worked so much in Seattle, mainly since 2014, I've seen um, I've seen the. I hate, no one, <laughs> I hate to say this, the dark side of what, mm. what we could be, and I I dread that for Tacoma, and I don't ever want to see that happen. So um, I'm extremely passionate about our city, and I've always felt like um, we need to change our mentality. Uh, that's a that's a big part of what makes me want to run. It starts at the top, and uh, we need to change our mentality. We don't live in the shadow of Seattle or Redmond or anything. We're we're our own thing. And I think we need to find what that thing is. We need some identity of our own. Um, besides, everyone that I know that lives here and drives to Seattle to work and spend their money up there, and then they come home and they don't have time to put into their city. I want to change that. I, I I really believe that that we have what it takes to keep our talent here and build our city to what we think it should be. Thank you.
1: In your opinion, what are the three biggest issues facing Tacoma
0: right now? Well, right now, being in construction like I am and development for the last 27 years, I think we need some direction. We, we can't, uh, we've can't. we got some severe housing problems, and I think we're going about them in the wrong way. And, mm. and I'm trying not to be negative about anything. I'm trying to be more positive about what we could do with our housing. Um, I think our development needs better direction. I think um, we're throwing up buildings and thinking that's going to be the cause or the 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 cure-all, and it's not. We have to do it intelligently, and we have to we have to really bring some good structure to our development. I think that's important. Um, obviously, the homeless situation is is out of control, but not. But I think I think we're ahead of it we're ahead of what we could be when i'm i just recently started working in tacoma um full-time because i i didn't want a i didn't want the commute but i saw what was going on in seattle and uh it's it's horrifying hmm. i mean there's no better word um i don't want to see that happen to tacoma i think we are ahead of the game with our our homeless situation um we don't have encampments everywhere like they do in Seattle. Um, they've recently done a little better job, but I, I just fear that we could go down that path if we don't stay on top of it. Okay. Um, and number three? Number three, uh, I think we need to re-energize our downtown. I think, uh, and yeah, that kind of goes with development, but um, we need to bring back the old days of Tacoma. I used to, uh, I used to be heavily involved in downtown Tacoma, and it used to be more hustling and bustling. Last Monday, I drove through downtown at 1230 in the afternoon. I counted 11 people, and it, it made my heart sink. I want to revitalize downtown, and we have all this infrastructure. I just I really want to see it get back to what it could be and should be.
1: Do you attribute that uh to how much of that do you attribute to the pandemic and people working from home? Because I've, i I had my first day in the office downtown yesterday and yeah. it was it was a glorious day to be, you know, finally working downtown again. Yeah. Um but how much do you attribute to the pandemic and how much do you attribute to the policies of Tacoma, let's say? I I
0: I think we can only blame the pandemic for so long. Um and I, I hate to make comparisons to Seattle, but it's not like that in Seattle. Hmm. It's not. uh, And here I am making a comparison (laughs) to Seattle. But I know that we can, I know that we could have rebounded quicker. And um, the things that I see when I drive through downtown are um, disheartening. Hmm. Things are looking more dilapidated. And I don't think it's because of the last year. I think things are looking more and more run down, And we just, we can't that's no place to start. Well, okay, that's a good place to start, is getting things back in shape. It, it helps that we have the the big development that's coming. Which and one are you referring when you- The $300 million um, town center that they just approved last week. On the hillside somewhere.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Uh, I,
0: I mean, I think that's the injection that we need. Um, I don't think I don't think bringing back all the small businesses is going to be enough because people have to get down there in the first place. And right now, it's it's vacant, it's a ghost town. Um, so I think that I think that the big development is going to help. It's going to give more jobs and and help us. It's a good start, but. There are so many talented people in so many talented shops and stores and restaurants that we had that we don't have. I'd really like to see us get behind them and get them back up and running. I, it's a start. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think that we can blame it on the pandemic forever. Okay. Uh,
1: I did want to ask about our economy, and you can take this as downtown or more mm-hmm. broadly our economy. Um, it is hurting, regardless of, of you know whether it's the pandemic or what have you. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to see happen, or that you can think of that would help uh, help our local economy right
0: now? Well, one thing we've learned through the pandemic is that we can work remotely. We don't have to we don't have to drive north. We can have satellite offices in Tacoma. We can that's a, a good place to start for the big corporations. We can draw them in. We do have we do have the infrastructure in place. We do have the talent here. I, I honestly, if we can turn it around to where our downtown core is hustling and bustling, people will be commuting from north to come to Tacoma. I, I, that's what I'd really like to see. I, and it's not out of the realm of possibility. But we have to focus. We have to focus all our attention with all of our our city council members spread out across across the south sound across pierce county and and tacoma i think um i don't see why we can't restructure and have them because there was a complaint that we don't have enough time the city council doesn't have enough time to get enough done Hmm. i don't see why we don't restructure and bring them all to focus on the downtown core it's going to help every neighborhood that they represent but if if we can get more employment downtown and a shot to our economy that way, it it would, it would be a big help. Okay.
1: One of the other things you brought up was uh, affordable housing, which it's not affordable right now. Right. Um, so we do have a real crisis in affordability. I'm curious. I guess this is a two-part question. In your view, what is causing that and what should we do about it?
0: Well, I think there's um, – I don't think the answer is this latest round of, of development where they're trying to stick cottages in to shoehorn them into neighborhoods and, and other dwellings. I okay. don't think that's the... I the don't home think, in Tacoma uh, proposal? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's the answer. Uh, I think the answer is some of the projects I worked on up north. I hate bringing up up north. It's okay. But that's it's okay. That's where um, Vulcan projects at Paul Allen's projects right. I've worked on a few of those recently in the last few years and they have a percentage of like 15% of, say it's a 200 unit you know complex 15% of those are are low income housing and so we don't have to build these these big high rises that are out of everyone's reach we can build them and say a certain percentage of it whether it's 10 15 20% has to be low income housing and has to be affordable so um and also we can we need to that whole upper slope that we have that can all be affordable housing it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to break the bank just to to get you in the door
1: the the hilltop is but, Right. But,
0: yeah so i i do think um, i do think there's there's Solutions to it, but we we do need to look around the country and see what's working elsewhere in in cities that are about our size, and and lean on them to to help us. Uh, you know, we're not if we don't have enough time with our city council, then we can we can reach out to other cities and and get some answers.
1: Um, you mentioned uh, the home in Tacoma proposal that you, you're not you're not wild about like the cottages and the the ADUs or right. some of that stuff. And some skepticism of like the projects like in Proctor, mm-hmm. are so. That is the big building, and it's also the small ones. I, what kind of is it? Is it the kind of development you mentioned, the Vulcan uh, affordable housing, or is it the location that you think needs to be rethought?
0: Well, I think what's happening we are we are throwing buildings in the, haphazardly and and getting a lot of complaints from the surrounding neighborhoods for it. I'm not just talking about Proctor. Okay. Um, there are some in Hilltop that that are not being wisely built. Um, I don't think that we're in a situation where we have to go into neighborhoods like this one and and figure out how we can fit in a cottage or turn a garage into an apartment. I don't think that's going to be the, the overall answer. We're not so crammed, and we don't want to be. Um, we have a whole downtown that is ready to be developed we have so many vacancies so much so much land on there that's that's yet to be developed that we should start utilizing that i i just i don't i don't like that we can't park in front of our houses when Mm. it gets and that's what's happening in like in proctor district or down stadium district Uh, those aren't the areas we need to inject with more people we have the room and it's downtown on that eastern facing slope. And I think that's where we need to put our focus because it it doesn't it doesn't help let's take the Proctor house or Proctor, you know, buildings for example. You can't walk to work from there. You can you might be able to catch a bus, but but the reality is people aren't doing that. We have to if we're doing it downtown or in the hilltop or that eastern-facing slope, we can break people from the fossil fuel mentality and get people to walk to work, walk downtown, or or catch a light rail down down to work. There are solutions, and it's I think the solutions are in our downtown core. Okay. Um, similar question.
1: You also brought up homelessness. Mm-hmm. Um, in your view, what's causing uh, the 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 rise in homelessness right now, and what should we do about it?
0: That we can blame a lot on the pandemic because it affected everybody. It affected white collar, blue collar, you name it. They were all affected. I think, um, and there's been a lot of questionnaires asking, what's your solution? I think we need to stay the course right now um, with how we've been feeding people. Um, I don't think that's, that's the end result. We need to get to the core of why. We need to get to find out if it's socials. Uh, situations, if it's addiction, if it's mental issues, we need to get to the root core of why these people are homeless. Um, Got to protect the women and children and the and the, the vulnerable, the, the elderly that are going without. It breaks my heart uh, every day on the news just watching the trouble that people are going through. We need to get to the root problem. Um, and if we can inject the business into downtown it'll help get the economy back going, and people won't be so so starved and 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 down their luck i mean i I hate to blame the pandemic but that that's that's right now that's our biggest problem is recovering from that.
1: It was declared a state of emergency four years ago before yeah. the pandemic. I mean, so this has been yeah. a, a rising issue for some time. Yeah. But in your view, the, the pandemic exacerbated it. Is that accurate? absolutely
0: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that's, and, and Tacoma itself needs to – I mean, I had to move away for a project, move away to Hawaii in um, 2016 to 2017. Only time I've ever been away from Tacoma. We, we kept our house, of course, but um, – when I came back, there were 33 new restaurants, and I was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah. In the time I was gone, there's 33 new restaurants, and I was so excited about that. I, I said, how oh, are we going to have so much to do when we come home? And it was great for a little bit, and then things started declining again. And back then, I was just concerned about work. I was concerned about my family and um, didn't dive too much into it. But to see where how far we've fallen in the last couple of years is really disheartening, and uh it starts at the top I mean we we need strong leadership to who's going to take the people's voice and make sure it's heard and put it put those concerns to, into action so uh yeah, whether it was four years ago, three years ago, where we are right now, it has to change. Okay.
1: Um, you mentioned you know uh breaking the use of fossil fuels and some things like that right now, climate change and fossil fuels are at the heart of a um question about the future of the port yeah. because the port is is an economic jobs creator at the same time there's a lot of fossil fuels that move through there yeah um and climate change uh, is a is a big threat and yeah. and some people see those as being um you can't. Some people think they have to choose, and right. and and I'm just curious. When it comes to the port, do you have a vision for it? What do you think we could be doing for the port? As um, when it comes to these questions of things like climate change, fossil fuels, things like yeah. that.
0: I think uh, I think there's. Uh, well, look at Seattle. They just got the new four four new new tower cranes for for their port. Our port is is booming. Uh, I don't think we need the I don't think we need the fossil fuel um there's other uses down there. Um I I don't think that that's I think in order to to okay aside from aside from the the port we need to break people of this fossil fuel mentality that we don't we don't have to be as dependent on it as we are and we need to change the the mentality that that this stuff is. Oh, I'm I'm not sure if I can drive an electric car. It might not. Well, there these companies are proving that electric cars are incredible. I drive and an electric car. I'm, I'm all in favor. Yeah, I I I think uh, I think it's a mentality thing that we need to we don't have to be that dependent on fossil fuel. And uh, and as far as the port, I I had heard that the reason that they wanted the um, Natural gas and everything was for the military base. I don't know that that's necessarily true.
1: I think it is part. I think it is part of it. Is that, that, that there is some of that there?
0: Yeah, and I just think um, I think if we can break ourselves of the mentality that, that we need there's so there's so many opportunities to build smarter and to build more energy efficient. Solar is and yes, even here in rainy Pacific Northwest, solar power is is still uh, still viable and still i said it i said it in an interview the other day i honestly don't see why the tacoma dome is not one big solar collector and just looking at it that would be a great advertisement to to people that hey we can we can rely on solar energy here in the northwest we can rely on on electric cars we can we don't have to drive our cars everywhere we go we can walk we can you know we need to make it, we need to develop smart so that people can walk to, to their destinations and, and hardly ever get in their car. So um, we need to break ourselves of that mentality that we need it. Um, as far as fossil fuels in the port, yeah, we need to do everything we can to protect our environment. Puget um, Sound, uh, I hate to think of the things that, that have gone into there, the smelter. Since the smelter went away, I mean, so much is cleaned up. but we got to keep going in that right direction. Right. I, I think climate change is, is every one of us can do our part. And it sounds so cliche, but at some point when you grow up, you listen to cliches and you stop thinking of as, them as cliche and you start thinking that's just smart. It's just plain smart. So I, I, think, uh, I think we can lead the way by what we, what we teach people to do. Yeah. Thank you. Uh,
1: left turn on this question here. Mm-hmm. Um, on Twitter, over the last week or so, I've seen uh, a video circulating that I'd like to ask you about. Oh, okay. And this was something that you'd uploaded eleven years ago. I think it was like 2010 or something like right. that. It was an application, no, an audition video for uh, Guys, Guys Tell, tell All, all yeah. which was a Today So Today Show segment right. at the time and in that uh, you talk about that at some point in your past you and your friends would get together and you you would talk about girlfriends or wives or whatever oh, it was yeah the
0: he-man woman haters the club the
1: he-man woman haters club and this raised a lot of eyebrows on twitter a lot of questions and i want to i want to ask is that name i didn't realize this it's from the little rascals i didn't realize that but i, I yeah. want to ask is that name Indicative of your views not at all now or then
0: no no it was purely because of the little rascals the little rascals with um, Buckwheat and um, the whole gang would get together and they had a that was their club name right and it was just us uh, me and my friends got together for breakfast you know I wondered why someone because that was brought up to me this week as well oh really and I didn't know what it's but, on oh, Twitter it just an innocent thing yeah so um, yeah no I'm I'm no, it, it's just just from buckwheat and 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 alfalfa and the the gang. We just talk about our relationships and talk. We go on to the breakfast every weekend at the harvester. Just um, and girlfriends were invited too. It wasn't it wasn't just a so, yeah. It was just a playful name. But oh yeah, when I think about it now, that sounds horrible. But it's just little rascals.
1: Do you understand why someone might be offended by? Oh by yeah. A, Okay.
0: Yeah. Now I do. I I didn't know what um, when someone brought that up. Yeah, I didn't know what, No, I'm. Okay. I have a loving marriage and <laughs> I raised my son respectfully. And yeah, I have a 21 year old son, Trent, and a two year old daughter. Mm. And uh, yeah, no. Uh, now I know. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> yeah, that's all it was. Thank you.
1: Um, We're going to take a uh, sponsor break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about uh, policing and public safety. Okay. So stick around, everyone. Hi, I'm Eric Hanberg, host of the Channel 253 podcast, Citizen Tacoma, and I've been a customer of TAPCO Credit Union since I was a kid. Really. My parents set up a savings account for me, and I've had that account with them ever since. In fact, my first credit card wasn't from a big banking conglomerate. It was from TAPCO, and I still have that too. What I appreciate about TAPCO is that they are intensely local. Just like Channel 253, TAPCO keeps its focus on just Tacoma and Pierce County. They have easy to reach locations in the Tacoma area, and when I don't want to drive, I just use online banking. And they still help parents teach their kids good savings habits. The Moolah Kids Club teaches kids about savings, not only through interest on their money, but with special prizes like cupcakes and discounts at local attractions. So if you want to help your kids start a savings account the same way my parents did, check out our local credit union at tapcocu.org. My thanks to TAPCO for their support of this podcast and Channel 253. We are back. Thank you to the sponsors of uh, Channel 253 and this podcast. And thank you to our members who are supporting the work that we do. $4 a month or $40 a year uh, helps keep us going, helps uh, get uh, interviews like this out. So if you are interested in supporting Channel 253.com, Channel 253.com slash membership is where you go where you go so thank you for that thank you to our sponsor and we are back with a candidate for mayor steve Haverly, and we want to uh dig in on some of these questions about policing public safety uh one of my questions here um comes from a fellow podcast host actually uh over at uh, the what say you podcast do you consider yourself to be an anti-racist
0: absolutely without question yeah um I worked. I worked at uh, Galt Middle School in my early 20s um, as a, a conflict resolution counselor, and I did the in-school suspension, you know, like Breakfast Club, pretty much, hmm. and I hung out a lot with the kids, and and really got to the heart of uh, the other perspective. Um, I learned so much. It was it was I'd say two or three years, and wow. Um, yeah there's racisms uh, we've got to change the mentality i i am shocked um, in the last few years I won't say how many years because that you know we're so divided and the things that I read through social media are are they leave me speechless mm. uh, yeah i i'm <laughs> it's it's a it's a it's it can't be a touchy subject you have to address it head-on and you have to stand up for the people anyone being oppressed and 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 marginalized um tacoma has its moments of division but i think we're better off than than most cities we didn't catch fire um our our protests our black lives matter protests were wonderful um I live on a main street in in Tacoma, and um, when the the parades of, of honking cars were were going down the street, you couldn't help but stand on the road and cheer and cry. And uh, sorry, you you feel their pain. And uh, you know, if George Floyd's um, didn't change your life then there's something wrong with you Hmm. uh that um it was like should be a catalyst for change and uh we 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 need to do everything we can i mean that's that's of the top three you asked what the top three problems that's number one i mean it's 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 at the root of of what we do um what we're trying to accomplish in in city council and and our mayorship and our leadership in Tacoma, we've we've got to change the mentality. Um, we've got to um, we've got to do everything we can. It's it's uh, that's yeah. it's a national crisis. Yeah,
1: locally it is a national crisis. Locally there have been issues here as well. Mm-hmm. You know the officers charged in the homicide of yeah. of Manny Ellis, um, questions about profiling from the sheriffs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we are in a really difficult spot right now around questions of policing yeah. and public safety. What do you think we need to do um, to to move out of this really difficult spot?
0: I think uh, I think we have to have some real conversations. Um, I'm not at all for defunding the police. We need police. Um, otherwise, you know, situations that happened the situation that happened two nights ago with the catalytic converter thief. Mm. Um, people taking taking um, justice into their own hands i mean we if we abolish police we that 's what we'd resort to and so we can't it just doesn 't make sense, but we have to change the the policing mentality we have to uh give them the right tools to go on the right calls i don't think police uh, should i i don 't think nine one one is the only answer to to fighting crime um, fighting these situational incidents um, you just I'm in construction I, I wouldn't send a plumber to fix an electrical problem and that's what we're doing hmm. um, we've got to we've got to develop our social services so we have the right people going to the right task and the right situation um, I I do think there's a system- systemic problem in the police force um I was actually at the home of uh of Lane and Patty Judson when their daughter crystal Brame was was killed by the police chief oh my um I was very still i'm good friends with with uh the family Lane's no longer with us but um for two weeks leading up to her murder I was at at their house where she was. In seclusion from her husband, and and I felt the pain of what they were going through. And back then, it wasn't really in the news, but I was hearing firsthand what was going on. And um, I do think there's um, an above-the-law kind of mentality uh, with certain certain officers, and uh, I, I think. There needs to be serious reform in the police departments. I think I think there's a lot of them that are heroes, but for those that aren't, they have to. We have to. We have to sort that out.
1: So, for listeners who don't know, in two thousand three, I believe police chief David Brame, uh, who had been using the police to harass his wife, and in many in many ways. Yeah. Um, Shot and killed his wife and then uh, himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm. And you were you were with the family.
0: I was there for the two weeks leading up to her murder. Yeah, the wow. day before I was there. The, the day before it happened, with her talking to Crystal, and um, her being Crystal's mother was to that? Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, she was staying with them. To, to they were in a gated community, so. Uh, she stayed with them for protection and he still found a way to get in behind the gates. Wow. So, um, that, that was a a scary, scary incident. I was on my way to, um, to a Mariners game the next day when it came over the radio and I was in the car loading up the kids to go to a a Mariners game when it came over the, the news and I just broke down in disbelief. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was um you know no one's above the law, no one and and holding people accountable, it has to be done in and, and, and obviously, David got away with his madness um, but i i I do think that there there needs serious reform.
1: do you uh, attach any significance to the fact that these three officers were charged? Um, it's, it's been incredibly rare. Um, yeah. and so I'm curious if you attach any significance to that in the, in the homicide of Manny Ellis.
0: Um, well, I, I think it's a time of reckoning right now across the country with, uh, George Floyd's, um, death. Well, George, George Floyd's murder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the situation with, with Manny didn't have to happen. He didn't have to die. And, uh. It takes an awful lot to kill somebody, yeah. um, so their practices n- need to be honed in and severely dealt with. Um, I I don't envy police officers. It's it's it, it's a tough business to be in, and the stress has got to be absolutely enormous. I don't I don't condemn them for for doing what they do. They're, it takes a lot to do what they do, but it takes a lot to kill someone too. It takes a lot for someone in your custody to die. And uh, we need change. We need change. There are no excuses. You know. I, the excuses being made. Um, but the hardest part about, about what I see right now is the division. Um, is the, the division that's... We need unity right now. We need to come together and we need to stop having sides. We need to stop battling each other this is our city and uh we're not going to fix it by by battling each other we need to come together we need to listen to the hardships that that people are going through and address them and um there needs to be some reparations some apologies some effort to try harder and it starts at the top
1: yeah thank you um At the top right now, we have uh, this police chief, uh, the city manager. Mm -hmm. The city manager reports to the council of nine, and in many ways, that is you know, it is through the city manager that the that the uh, council makes you know makes change happen. Right? Um, Do you think that the leadership uh, of Tacoma is doing a a good job right now?
0: I think. uh, I think there needs to it's it's tough we don't have a strong mayor role. Seattle that's a different story. Yeah. But Tacoma it's a it's a council manager run and there yeah, there's there's not one person at the top well, That kind of is as far as what the manager really does make all the decisions but um I do think that uh I think there's a lot of complacency or a lot of when you've been doing something so long and when you've been um one way for so long I think you get in a rut and I think that's where we are I think we need some new energy in in this role that I'm running for and it and I've said it I said it before I've said it to Jamaica in a in a a zoom that we were in a a couple weeks ago so I'm not running against you and I'm not running against Victoria I'm running for Tacoma Hmm. I uh I'm just running for change in Tacoma and it's. I don't want to single anyone out or say you're not doing this or, or you're not. But I think leadership starts at the top, and it and it leadership has very little to do with telling people what to do. It has to do with showing them and and hearing what people in in the city want. And right now, what I hear is they want change.
1: Okay, thank you. Um... One of the things that, that's, that I have heard and phrased this way is, is that, like, budgets are are moral documents. Mm-hmm. Um, are there things that you would like to see – and, you know, this, this gets to the policing in the sense that, like, uh, policing and criminal justice are one of mm-hmm. the largest parts yeah. of our budget. Um, are there – although you can take this any way you want to. Mm-hmm. So uh, are there things that you think we should change in our budget, more of this, less of that – uh, if it is a moral document, to better make it, you know, match the the
0: the moral character of the city, so to speak. Well, I, I like I like when we take take more calculated risks. Um, if as far as when it comes to our budget, we can't we can play it safe only so long. But that's not going to influence change. I think um, I think we need to make some stronger decisions. I would actually be for um, more time more resources for the city council i would be more for um restructuring because it, we're not going to be uh, and when i say big city i don't i don't mean i don't want to be anything like what we know up north <laughs> but we have we have all of the infrastructure to be a bigger better city and we need more money to fund the ideas that the the council right now, I, I don't think that they have all the tools at their disposal. Um, and by that, the, we need to put more money into our management and give them better tools to make better decisions and to to spawn or spurn this change that we that we all want. Um, and and it comes with taking more risks. And and yeah, unfortunately there's a little more taxes involved for for people, but we're not gonna get anywhere if we don't, if we're not able to spend. So um, when we spend more, we're gonna get, it's like back when when Roosevelt um, had all the decisions to make, you know, um, for World War II, He, he made the decisions to, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna push the economy and we're gonna get people to work, we're gonna, you know, End the depression and and get people back on their feet. Well, we're in a depression. Tacoma, Tacoma, I was depressed when I drove down the street at twelve thirty downtown, all of downtown. We need to we need to take some bold moves to get our city energized again. And we can't we can't play it safe. Tacoma's got to stop being this town of lowercase letters. <laughs> you know, I, I when I see Tacoma, I see uppercase and I don't mean like yelling like a text (laughs) I mean I I want to see some bold changes for Tacoma we deserve it you know we don't we shouldn't have we shouldn't have vacant streets and and store owners wondering if they can pay their lease or or uh or you know work on a skeleton crew because they aren't making enough money to to pay their workers we have to make our changes and it's, it's it's got to start at the top. Thank
1: you. We've talked about some of the most important issues affecting the city. Is there anything we haven't addressed? Something you'd like to just see happen? Something you have a passion for? Could be fun if you want to, but something that you'd like to see happen in Tacoma?
0: Yeah. So when I when I lived in in Hawaii for that that span for that project, great thir- great year. Months. I'm guessing as well. Oh, yeah, great.
1: yeah.
0: Well, I met. Um, I'm in construction. So my concrete guys turned out to be the world champion Red Bull racing team uh, for for outrigger canoes. Okay. Red Bull, they don't sponsor anyone, and this is the first. They, these guys were so good um, at what they did. Well, I found there's a whole culture of um, outrigger canoe racing all over the world. Well, look at our waterfront. Couldn't you just see that? They, they actually had— um, uh, a race in down in Portland area, and my guys they flew over and I I brought two outriggers home with me from Hawaii and I put them on the jeep and I said here you go take them down there and knock yourselves out and the pictures they came back with were phenomenal. Well, with all commencement bay, I I just like I would like to see some more events that bring this the community together. Uh, I'd like to see more people sh- show up for our Wednesday and Saturday. Sailboat races hmm. that I'd partake in. Um, it you know it'd be great to see the the shores lined with with people just enjoying themselves and being a community. And I'd like to see that.
1: Are you in those regattas that that yeah. are out
0: there sometimes? Yeah. And uh, Wednesday nights and Saturdays. Um, but having the courses go along the waterfront and and along the shore and having getting people down there just to be spectators and to do something it would be like our version of the hydros you know or why don't we bring hydro racing i mean they do it on salt water so i I would like to see some more we have more beautiful coastline and accessible coastline than many other places here i would like to see it utilized and i'd like to see the spirit of tacoma you know we need that identity um but i'd like to see more community you know more community-centric events. You know, my my aunt when I was a kid, she was Miss Downtown Tacoma Business something. <laughs> she had some tile and wore a sash and a crown and that. And there was a big event. And, you know, Downtown Tacoma used to be hustle and bustle, and I used to go to to plays. What my mom was good friends with Herb Schoenfeld, and and he would take us to plays at uh, you know at the Pantages and. I'd, I'd like to see our theater district. I'd like to see symphonies here. And a friend of mine from high school is a conductor in San Antonio. I'd love to have him come and be a guest conductor. And, you know, it's culture. Uh, let's bring some culture back to, to downtown and, and have, uh, have a nightlife again. You know, when I was in my early 20s, we went up north for our, you know, to go, to go out. It doesn't have to be that way. We 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 have all of we have all the tools and more to have to have Tacoma be a hustle and bustle, great place to to live. You know we have all the people, we have the infrastructure, we have the the talent, we have it all. Tacoma has it all. We do.
1: Uh, closing pitch. Mm-hmm. Why vote for Steve Haverly for mayor?
0: I. I've led a, a professional life of leadership. My, my roles uh, as director of construction or s- superintendent—they're all—it's all about leadership. It's all about getting people on the same page. In my profession, um, you—if you don't perform, you're out of a job. Well, I don't think Tacoma's performing, and I want to see it perform again. And the best way to do that is to have strong leadership who listens to people and who actually has to get results. If we can't, um, we can't make promises that we can't fulfill. We need to make, um, we need to follow through on what the people need, what we say we're going to do, and we need to make sure it gets done. And that's what's not happening right now. We've had the same promises made in the last couple of years. That are still being requested today, and I'll, I'm trying not to be adversarial. I just uh, we need strong leadership. We need to, we need to turn this thing around. Okay,
1: if someone wants to find you on the internet, where would you direct them right now?
0: Unfortunately, my website is not up. I've okay. been so busy with work, but I'm, I'm trying to, to get that. I'll, I'll follow up with you and make okay. sure and get that. It's, Send me a link.
1: I'll put it in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, it sounds horrible not to have that ready. I'm just –
0: oh, I, I I'll <laughs> get it
1: in the show notes. So. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, Steve, I really appreciate you making the time to sit down with Citizen Tacoma. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you.
0: Channel 253 is a member-supported podcast network. I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I'm asking you to become a member and show your support. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. Thank you. Citizen Tacoma is part of the Channel 253 podcast network. Check out our other shows. Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, We Are Tacoma, Move to Tacoma, Tacoman, Man, Flounder's B Team, Crossing Division, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.